again. So glad you could join us. Uh, I hope this series in James is doing you good. If it's not challenging you, well, um, you're either perfect or um, um, or you're not listening. <laughs> I think we're all finding it challenging as James really, with his sharp one-liners, as a pastor, begging, dear brothers and sisters, he wants to teach us, wants to show us how to live closer to the Lord. Um, so we're in chapter four. We'll go see if we get a bit further today. Um, but as always, let's pray. Lord, we bend the knee. We bend the knee before you. And we say, oh, we don't presume to know, to have all the answers, to be sorted. We come and bend the knee and say, Lord, we want to live under your hand close to you, hearing your voice. So please speak to us today, I pray, in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, we're in chapter four, um, and we've, we've, uh, James is following through now on chapter, uh, on verse 10 of chapter four, where he, this, this, this strong theme of humility, humble yourself before the Lord and he'll lift you up. And we've already seen back in verse six, um, God opposes the proud. He shows favour to the humble. Who doesn't want that? The favour of God. And now he's been giving some um, examples of uh, um, where, uh, we're not, where we might not be being humble. So, um, so the whole thing of arrogance, the way we speak about others. Verse 11, we just saw that yesterday. Brothers and sisters, don't slander one another. Don't do that. The put down. Don't be a, you know, even when there's humour involved, don't be a master of the put-down. Okay, it's, it's arrogant. It's not humility. Um, and the next one is, is kind of um, presumption, self-confidence, as though our lives are totally ours to, uh, to determine what we want to do. Now listen! You who say, to, we saw this yesterday, today, tomorrow, we'll go to this city, that city, carry on business, make money. This is presumption. It's, it's assuming that your life is, is, your, is just yours to make your choices and your, your all the, hey, you belong to another. <laughs> and, and what arrogance it is anyway, because our lives, you know, we're, we're, without God, we're very frail. And um, so that it, this, is, this is presumption. Why, you don't even know what will happen tomorrow. How true is that? People going to work and assuming everything will be the same. And quite often, something can suddenly break in that changes everything. Um, remember those, all those years ago on 9-11, people going to work up those towers in New York. The world would never be the same again after that day. And, and the situations like that, you know, um, you don't know what will happen to us. We need to live with humility. Lord, today's yours. <laughs> want to lead me, <laughs> use me for your glory. I don't want to prove you presumptuous. Of course we must make plans, but prayerfully, Lord, it's all yours. I'm not, you know, it's, and I'm, sh I'm sure you're not, you're not guilty of this. You know, uh, we do business with the Lord on Sunday. And then we do our business on the rest of the week. Oh, no, 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 no. We're, th that's, that's arrogance. That's arrogance. Okay. Okay. You don't even know what will happen tomorrow. What is your life? Verse 14. You're a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes. Without God, without 
that new life of the Holy Spirit in us, that's what we are. Okay. Instead, you ought to say, if it's the Lord's will, we'll live and do this or that. As it is, you boast in your arrogant schemes. All such boasting is evil. This is challenging, isn't it? He doesn't mince his words. Boasting, all such boasting is evil. Look what I've done. I'm, you know, successful. I, it's, 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 it's evil. If anyone then knows the good they ought to do and doesn't do it, it's sin for them. Wow, he's being really direct here. We want to be, if, in other words, we, we want to be led by the Holy Spirit. We're, we're, we're followers, aren't we? We're, we're, that, that's what we are. That's Christians. That's, Christians were first called followers of the way. You remember Saul of Tarsus went seeking out those who were followers of the way to take them back to Jerusalem and imprison them and so on. Followers of the way. We're followers. That's who we are. Follow me. Narrow path. Wide path, destruction. Narrow path, life. We're followers. But the beauty is we're following the Lord. <laughs> we're following him he, and he's with us. This is the nature of our lives. should be on a daily basis. I hope you've got that sense of being a follower. Okay? If anyone then knows the good they ought to do and doesn't do it, it's sin. So if, 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 if God's been spoken to you clearly about certain things that we're reading here, about the style of our lives, the way we live our lives, if we're not doing that, it's sin. Oh dear. The sin of neglect as well as the sin of action, isn't there? There are things that we can actively do that we know that's, that's, that's sin. But what James is saying, that there's the sin of Neglect where we should be loving one another, caring, having a gentle heart. If we're not doing those things, sin or oh, gracious, that's a strong word, isn't it? Um, that's James. <laughs> He's waking us up to the importance of walking with the Lord. And he wants the best for us. And it's this spirit of humility that will bring more grace into our lives. He gives more grace. Do you remember we read that earlier on? And it's the spirit of humility that brings more grace into my life. Yeah. And so in terms of our daily routines, oh God, I need you today. I want you today. I don't just want to steam on into my plans. That, that, that is a, 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 a humble attitude that will bring more grace into my life. Whereas if I just rush on into the day, I'm going to be, I could be running on fumes. So, there we are. It, 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 I, I, this is so helpful, and it, it's for our great good. Okay, let's turn, well, my Bible, turn over. We're into chapter 5. Oh, we've got the last chapter. Another, another area of, of um, where the opposite of humility, where humility needs to be shown. Now listen. <laughs> my, isn't he, he really is something, isn't he? Uh, the way we would have had now listen there in verse 13. Listen up. Don't miss it. You know, you can see him as a preacher, can't you? Listen up, you rich people. Oh, wow, I wonder if he preached this and looked in any certain direction when he said, oh my word, bless him. Um, now listen, you rich people, weep and wail because of the misery that's coming on you. Your wealth has rotted and moths have eaten your clothes. Your gold and your silver are corroded. Their corrosion will testify against you and eat your flesh like fire. You've hoarded wealth 
in the last days. Look, the wages you failed to pay the workers on mow, um, who mowed your fields are crying out against you. The cries of the harvesters have reached the ears of the Lord Almighty. You've lived on earth in luxury and self-indulgence. You've fattened yourself in the day of slaughter. You have condemned and murdered the innocent one who was not opposing you. Oh, my word. Um, well, I, I, hope he's, I, I hope he's not speaking to, the, to people in the family of God here. I hope he's speaking to uh, arrogant folks who perhaps are oppressing the people of God and giving them a hard time. But it's, it, again, it's a classic area of pride, um, gathering for oneself without a heart for, for the poor. Common theme in scripture, having a heart for the poor. Um, it's the heart of God. And, and it's a real wake-up call here. Listen, you rich people. And you know, uh, uh, you, you may not think of yourself as rich, but if, if, if you have a, lovely, a nice home and uh, you're well provided for, then you've probably also got the, opp the opportunity to bless others who are uh, less well provided for. Um, so the dangers of riches, this, you know, it's hard for a rich man. Didn't Jesus say that? James is saying the same. It's hard for a rich man to enter the kingdom uh, because his confidence is in, is in riches. And riches can seduce you, seduce your heart. And that's what's happened here. Weep and wail because of the misery. Your wealth rotted. Moths have eaten your cloths, cloths. Gold and silver corroded. It doesn't last anyway. Okay, they'll testify against you. You've hoarded. Oh God, you think of the guy who hoarded into barns, worked hard, hoarded into barns, and it was all lost. He, he, his life came to an end. Look, behold, the wages you failed to pay the workers. Just acting with integrity in the way we treat others, blessing others. That, that's, that, that's a sign of humility, not this arrogant attitude. You've lived on earth in luxury and self-indulgent. You've fattened yourselves. Oh God, give us hearts the poor god give us a humble heart that is not trying to feather our own nests but ready to bless others lord we're these are hard words we're hearing and it's so easy for us to take on the ways of the world and to put our confidence in riches and hoard and all that Lord. but we we want to be different we're we're we're, we're, we're men and women of the kingdom we want to be we want to have generous hearts we we want to have humble hearts that are ready to reach out to others and not just feather our own nest. Lord, please help us in these days. Lord Jesus, I pray, help us to walk through today well with, with a spirit of humility, being alert to those around us and seeking to bless. In your name, we ask it. Amen. God bless. Have a good day and uh, go a bit further tomorrow. Bye now.